Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Fill up. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggrey and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code, it's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up, that means when he puts it down, talks picking it up, let's go. He never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even in starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing rats Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help But to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds Skill of an artist Um, to really On defense Stop the run limits Uh, explosive pass plays um, on offense, really to make the first first down to get going with our tempo and be able to be balanced run and pass. The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court, Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires, they have everything you need to fit your budget and style. Lane Kevin doesn't even sound interested in playing yeah, Arkansas. He He's like, all. yeah, we got to do stuff and things and, you know, footballs and things and whatnot. He's kind of strangely low energy a lot of the time. Yes. Have you noticed that about yes. him? Yeah. Did you think it was, um, let me use a term that a preacher would be comfortable with. Because mm-hmm. I want to use the word that rhymes with bushy. Um, <laughs> Delta, lame, Bra- Delta Bravo. Did you think it was lame that the L- the OS fans rushed the field after beating a team in LSU that had already lost? LSU's and not even that good. That's Why are you point. running onto the field about Thank that? Thank you. You have one loss, they yeah. have one loss, and you beat them and you rushed the field? Uh, that was uh, unbelievably lame. lacking in self-awareness. Yes, so it was. Lame. It was gold lame. Anyway. Here's Lane Kiffin on storming. It cost him 100 grand, by the way. I don't really... I uh, see my phone all all day. I leave it in the car, except for this call that they go and get it. And um, so I don't even know what was said. Yeah, I think usually the fan thing is a product of not just winning a big game, but winning it at the last, you know, at the end of it, like the Tennessee-Alabama a year ago. Um, or if you're kind of in, especially if you come from behind like our game, there's so much excitement. So, um, but whatever he said, um, I agree. Yeah, I don't know who, who said what. Whoever said what, I agree with that. Champs that and chumps later today, and I might make the Ole Miss fan base my, my chump for the week. <laughs> you know what we haven't done? What? Is bust out uh, Shelby Herring in a minute. Oh. The uh, famous Ole Miss fan. Oh, that was classic. Who likes to party. Yeah, she uh, also, not much self-awareness. Yeah, well, she was young and drunk. It's okay. Yeah. She was having a good time. Yeah, Tom may be traveling. I don't know. I don't know if he's on his way to Oxford now or what, but uh, we've already been stood up by Clint. Now we're going to be stood up by Tom. I've been stood up by a lot of guys over the years. The Baz is going to Oxford. Maybe if Tom can't tune in, you could call David. Maybe so. And he could give you a traffic report because he said the bridge on I-55 is out. That's why I always helicopter to Oxford. Ah, good move. It would be. Uh, This stretch of I-40 between Little Rock and and Memphis, I mean, there should be, if you're a prisoner, that should be like your punishment. Wally calls it the worst two-hour drive in America. I don't know that he's wrong. He might be right. I, I've never been on a stretch of road that blows more. It's really awful. Yeah, it sucks. Okay, so I guess we're going to move on. Uh, we can talk about the NFL if you want. Or we can talk about these college games. Man, I'll talk about... Let's talk about college. All right. I know you're more of a college guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes I am too. And I am going to be right now. Let's talk about the games that matter this week. And you got some, obviously, ranked teams going against each other. The majority of them in the SEC. We already talked about Texas and Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. 
And you like Texas. I do. I do, too, but I want Oklahoma to win, and I think we both agree. And Gabriel Absolutely. has been phenomenal. He has been good. He has not thrown an interception, I don't think, this year. They oh, went no, sideways last year when he got hurt and was not able to play. Gotcha. So, yeah. Is he a transfer from UCF? UCF? Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought he was. Okay. Do you like um, Oklahoma or Texas, Christian? I like Texas. Do you like LSU or Missouri, Christian? It's our question of the day. Oh, man. I'm going to go LSU. Clint went skull drug. Yeah, I don't see that. I don't either, necessarily. But no. I haven't seen Missouri play. I just know their quarterback's not making mistakes, but they're going to have to make a lot of plays to win. Here's an underrated question when it comes to college kids. Who wants to be there more? We, we talk about that in bowl season. Well, Alabama wasn't playing for the national right. championship, so they didn't want to be there. Therefore, that loss didn't count. We've heard that ad nauseum. I think that also applies in the regular season. I don't think LSU is going to have a lot of focus or a lot of energy Why? to go up to Columbia, Missouri, and dog patch Midwest USA. I don't think they're going to care. And I think Missouri's going to be sky high. I do. I, I disagree because LSU is playing in a desperation mode. They can't afford to lose another game if they're going to win the SEC West, which is still their goal, or at least that's what they're being told. They're not going to win the SEC West. But anyway. they can. They could mathematically. But well, if they don't lose, it. they're playing A&M later this year. They're playing yeah. Alabama still. So if they beat the rest of their yeah. opponents, they're going to be the West champions. Yeah, they could. But um, yeah, this is this is a weird. I think they'll season. be very motivated. It's a coming weird SEC loss, season. It I is. think they'll be highly motivated coming up a loss. Well, maybe, I don't think Missouri's offense is good as Ole Miss's either. The question they're is, n- they're not. But their defense is significantly better. If LSU is highly motivated and shows up, they win the game. I just don't think they will be. We're going to find out together. Yes, we are. It is an early start, too, which is not normally good for the home team, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. But I agree. This is as excited as Missouri's probably been in oh, years since they were in the national championship conversation when they had that... Uh, Chase Daniel. Chase Daniel, thank Chase you. Chase Daniel. Yeah, the chubby quarterback and you had the, the tiny quarterback at Kansas the same year. Uh, I'm going to get his who name. Was that and guy? you had the huge head coach at Kansas. Reesing. The kid from Texas. Reesing. Reesing, good get. Todd Reesing and then Mark Mangino. Yeah, yeah, that's a, huge a good coach. Speaking of big guys. How does Kansas get rid of the dude that wins 11 games and goes to the Orange Bowl? I'd be like, that's one of those where you're like, did, you, so did stu- you kill someone? And he's like, yeah. Thank you. That's and it's so like, well, we could probably overlook that. And, I mean, that's dumber than anything Jeff Long would have done. I don't think what Jeff Long did was dumb. I think Jeff Long got, again, I don't want to go well, back Snoop and Snoop Dogg, the pole dancing. I mean, anyway, would you I, like to have, yeah. oh, at Kansas, yeah, yes. Kansas. I'm talking about yeah, the move no, with, with no, Petrino. I'm okay. talking about Kansas. Oh, for sure. No. I'll give you that. Um, oh, you're saying yes. Okay, I don't know I, duh, I don't know how I didn't put that together. Sorry, we're talking about Kansas anyway. Yeah, Kansas. I forgot he was there. Yeah. Yeah, they did too. <laughs> All right, how about, uh, let's see, are there any games outside of the SEC? Oh, Kentucky-Georgia we haven't talked about. This is the chance. This is the shot. And Georgia has not been impressive. You know, we were talking about beating lesser thans by a lot, like Michigan's been doing most times. Georgia has not been doing that. Auburn was leading them in the second half. Uh, South Carolina. One of the players, I think it was a quarterback, the quarterback was talking about how great the environment was at Auburn. They're at home this week against Kentucky. They Mm -hmm. got to win, right? Oh, they have to. And Bowers basically saved their bacon last week. He almost single-handedly put the team on his back and won the game. He is he's, he's tremendous. tremendous. Somebody said he's uh, you know, Beck is really good. He's fine in Bowers. And I'm like, dude, anybody with half a brain who has the responsibility of quarterback can find Bowers. I mean, he's the best player on the field every if, time if out. If I'm Beck, I'm looking at Bowers and warm-ups. I'm like, you get 25 targets today. No doubt. Okay. No I, I would throw it to him every time. He's That's the best tight end prospect in quite a years. Long. Speaking of going to a place that nobody wants to play, how do you feel about Michigan at Minnesota this weekend? <laughs> uh, it, it'll be it'll be competitive through the second quarter, and Michigan will do what they usually do. They'll lean on them. They'll grind them into the ground, and then the second half they'll pull away. I think 31-10, 31-7. Makes sense. Mm. Notre Dame-Louisville. Wait, Louisville's another team that's undefeated, but Where is we're it? not buying it. It's at Louisville. Louisville. You like them? Yeah. You're not buying Notre Dame? No. Notre no. Dame's been better than I expected. They have been. they got a decent team. I don't think Freeman knows what he's doing. His in-game decisions have been kind of questionable. I, the 10 men on the field is just incomprehensibly stupid. Tom, just checked okay. in. Just check I, don't my, I don't buy either Notre Dame or Louisville, but I'll go Notre Dame. Hmm. Yes. I, I think I'm with you. Um, Arkansas miss. I don't see it close. I think a team that's that had 174 total yards is not going to keep up with Ole Miss at Ole Miss. I just don't see it happening. Tom said he's standing with his phone in his hand with no ring. Okay, well we're going to be ringing it right now. Let me check him with Roe, and then we'll get Tom Murphy on. What's up, Roe? How are you? 
Hey, I'm good. How y'all doing? As far as the uh, Arkansas game, real quick, uh, if Ole Miss has a, a decent defensive line, then yeah, they'll win by a lot. If not, then Arkansas stay in to see the LSU game. Um, but I want to talk about Missouri. I don't normally uh, agree with, with your co-host there, but I think Missouri gets this one off this I didn't touch anything. Call back, Ro. Call back. Love to have you. Be great. Let me get Josh in here real quick, and then we'll talk to Tom. What's up, Josh? Hey, uh, I just wanted to comment on the Arkansas Ole Miss game. Uh, I do think that Arkansas might be able to keep up. We've had quite a bit of success in the past. Uh, keeping up with Ole Miss, you know, it's kind of been a doozy every now and then, especially mm-hmm. two years ago. You know, we went for the two-point conversion. Um, I just wanted to also comment on that Notre Dame-Louisville game. Uh, I, I'm impressed. I, I, don't, I, I can't remember who said it, but I am impressed with Notre Dame more this year than I thought I would be. But if Same. you look at Louisville's schedule for the rest of the year, they don't play anybody that can come out of the ACC like Clemson or Florida State. So they might sneak up in the rankings uh, if they if they win that game. Okay. I haven't looked at their future schedule. I will give you that. Um, yeah, they, they don't they – don't, Go through that gauntlet uh, of like Clemson, Florida State. I'm, I'm sure. I'm not. I'm even sorry, sure I forgot. You, maybe yeah, they do. They host Duke. Perhaps I say perhaps you forgot. Duke football is relevant now. But generally, yeah, well, they got to go to Miami too, which isn't easy. And then yeah, they get Mi- they get Kentucky out of conference at the end of the year, which won't affect the race in the ACC. But Miami's undefeated, right? Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Anyway, appreciate yeah, no, the call. Miami's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think the ACC is. Uh, they have a few sneaky good teams, but no great teams. Ro, okay, finish that up. I'm sorry. Then we got to get to Tom. What's up? All right, back to Missouri real quick. Yep. Uh, Missouri has a very good uh, receiving core this year, and their defense normally plays pretty well. LSU doesn't have corners. I think Missouri's going to expose that even further. Hmm. And like I've been talking about, Louisville, Notre Dame, real quick, going to be the best Notre Dame, I mean the best quarterback Notre Dame has played all year and will play all year. Louisville got a good quarterback in, uh, in Jack Plummer. So that game, that may be a, a, a smudge on Notre Dame's record right there. I'm going to go Louisville on that one. Mm. Luther Burden from Missouri may be a top three wide receiver in the SEC. Mm. Not only him, it's a freshman that they got there. I forgot his name, but good God, he takes the top off the defense with ease. So, Golly, why don't you, you marry him, bro? You really like Missouri. Yeah. Okay. No, you have problems with Missouri right now. I have an issue with names on those uniforms. I get caught up in that, I admit it. And I cannot believe in Missouri. So <laughs> I just have to go with the LSU Tigers. Let's go to Tom Murphy on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Tom, sorry about the delay and the miscommunication there, but uh, welcome, my friend. Good to have you on. It's a big week for uh, a lot of teams, and uh, I hope Arkansas thinks it's a big week. I'm not sure really what to expect with all the things we saw on the Hill this week. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing good. You, you're, your show, you have good callers, and I hope the two guys who just I just listened to are both still listening because, A, yeah, the comment about LSU's defense, defensive backs, very valid, and then um, – the guy before that, he used the word doozy, and that's actually in my story for the Arkansas Ole Miss game and how uh, exciting and wild these games have been, and, mm-hmm. and I used the word doozy. And that's not a common word used. Sure isn't. So uh, <laughs> you, got smart, you got smart listeners. And, um, mm. and, and I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think this game is going to be wild if it follows pattern. Um, but I also thought Arkansas was going to be in the game against A&M, if it followed pattern, and that game did not. And I, I'm telling you, so the caller before, LSU suspect pass defense, big time. Um, when you think about the way LSU schemed up and defended Arkansas, and then the way A&M did, A&M had the blueprint. Attack the edges with you know your, your, your rush, um, and really put a lot of pressure on KJ, and they squeezed him. KJ didn't have a whole lot of outlets, and so A&M's Game planning and the personnel usage was so much better than LSU's. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I hope it's a shootout because I want to see an exciting game. I want it to follow pattern. Do you think McLeathern likely being out has a huge impact on the game? Or do you think LSU, or right, Ole Miss was going to score much anyway? Well, I think they're going to score anyway, but I do think McLeathern is their best cover guy. Um, he uh, he had a great pass breakup. You know, a flag could have been thrown. That was one of those rare instances where a flag was not thrown, and they might could have thrown one. Poor number nine for A and M. I think he had four drops in that game, and he was looking for the flag. But you know what? If you had two or three drops before that, don't expect a flag, kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, uh, but McLeathern, um I don't. It just feels like he might not play, and 
So now you're going with Braxton um, and Singletary, and I think Snacks might play corner in this game. So it just weakens you by your best cover guy. And Ole Miss is just so clever. Mm. The way they, they hurry, they, the way they rush to the line and the, the adjustments they make at the line, they're going to move the ball. So, uh, yeah, I do I do believe it impacts him. Singletary, man, he's, he just, you know, he's got to be able to, to – for, for his, his speed to show up on the field. Mm-hmm. And against Malik Neighbors, the speed wasn't showing up. Yeah, they were talking about uh, – or I guess it was your column today um, – Talking about the linebackers too, and the depth there. Um, they've kind of leaned on obviously their starters, but a little more uh, opportunities for Brad Spence and some of the backups last week, and we maybe expect more of that this week. I imagine it's going to be all hands on deck. Going to be some tired yeah. dudes out there, I imagine. Yeah, I mean, and you have to run your guys out there at opportune times, you no? Know, because Ole Miss is definitely trying to play the hurry up, mm-hmm. get to the line, and then make you wait. But um. Yeah, and, you know, I don't know how Simon sounds. They all are. Um, you know, it looked like it was probably Jordan Crook that gave up the, the receiver pass for the touchdown against BYU, and then I don't think he played against LSU. But, you know, he made a play out there. He hit Max Johnson to the ball um, with his helmet, and it led to a turnover. And Brad Spence just seems to have a little bit of a knack for getting in on the turnover game, and so does Greer. He recovered that fumble. So, as much as I do like Pooh and Jaheim Thomas, those are quality linebackers. Um, I think I think it serves them better if, um, as Sam said in the, what you're citing there, uh, you can't do extreme amount of reps with those two guys. Yeah. Tom, there's obviously been a lot of noise around the program outside of uh, what's actually happening on the field. And the latest one, of course, is Dan Enos exchanging what I thought were pretty harmless emails with uh, a student that had gone at him. And I'm sure there was probably more than one. But, um, yeah. I mean, you know, like I was saying earlier, again, I don't want to be overly negative, and I hope this isn't the case, but, you know, when you start seeing things like this, um, and obviously what's happened with the social media accounts, and again, it really doesn't make a bit of difference as to what happens on the field. It has no no bearing at all. But this just sort of feels like when you get that kind of cloud and this sort of noise around it, bad things tend to sort of follow that. Yeah, you make a good point there. It's about the appearances and all that stuff. And, yeah, I guess you're referencing the strength and conditioning coach's wife and I mean, she played the game. I mean, she played it. I believe at ULL and Southern Miss played softball, and she's passionate about what she's doing. Um, and I don't know. People get sensitive when there's a lot of negativity, and uh, I think it's probably best. You know, I don't know if it was Dan Enos who responded. It, I guess it was his account, and we did see that on game day, and it was pretty, you know, innocuous. Like, what would you call? Mm-hmm. Okay. But, yeah, it does seem to come across as a little defensive, whoever whoever had that response. Um, and honestly, you know, in the, when Dan Enos was here before, we talked to him um, on press conference Mondays or whatever day of the week. We talked to him. And we talked to Jim Chaney, and we talked to whoever was the defensive coordinator at the time, Rob Smith, under, under Brett Bielema. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't have the outlet to express you know why he called what he called or what's what's happening with the schemes and why this protection didn't hold up so you do feel their pain a little bit um but that's the modern day coach kirby smart his coordinators don't talk sam Pittman, same way um and maybe it's not times they feel like they wish they could express themselves a little more i think everybody needs to cut everybody a little bit of slack um yeah you know what the byu lost not good um and then we knew it was leading into this just four, just killer four game crunch, mm-hmm. um, and they they could come out of it zero and four. We don't know, but I do think we're going to see a strong effort from Arkansas on Saturday. I do feel good saying that. Okay, well I hope you're right. Um, let's talk about the rest of the league. We've been debating these other games. You got Georgia, Kentucky, LSU, Missouri, Alabama, A and M. Got some good ones this weekend. We really do, and it's funny, Bob and Hank, uh, our photographer, we're, we're driving, we're in, actually in West Little Rock right now, about to get Wally. Um, we were talking about these games and and how fun it would be if Kentucky, and I say fun in terms of Kentucky just being an, somewhat of an outsider mm-hmm. to the, you know, the real national scene. Um, and even though they were they were well-ranked last year when, um, when Ole Miss beat them, and they really had a shot to, to beat Ole Miss, but if they were to beat Georgia, that would be one of those across the nation. Deals. No doubt, and they might have the talent to do it. Um, Auburn ran for a lot of yardage on Georgia's defense last week, and with Ray Davis at, at, at 
Kentucky's lead back, they might have a nice ground game against Georgia. You've got to think that Kirby and the troops are going to rally up and the game's at home, and so, yeah, they're favored. But Kentucky, I mean, it would not be out of the question that they hang in this game. Um, and uh, A&M Alabama, man, recency bias tells me go with A&M. We just saw them, and what, what a great game plan they had for Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Um, will, you know, will, will they – Will they confuse Milroe? Will they make Milroe want to not stay in the pocket? Um, I think that's a very valid point. And I picked A&M to win, but by gosh, every time I go against hmm. Bama, it just seems like they, they rally up and they win the game. Yeah. Well, it'll be a fun week. You got a, you got a Texas-Oklahoma pick? Um, I just like Oklahoma more than I like Texas. Same. We've all been saying that. <laughs> I, <laughs> Doesn't mean I'm going to pick them, but I like them better, too. Mm-hmm. I know what you're saying, and I think I I think I probably picked Texas in this game. They're, you know, the way they handle Bama, you, you just kind of show them. They seem to be back. They got a lot of talent. Um, I don't know. I hope it's a fun game though. But yeah, I think I'd go Texas. Okay, last thing I'll let you go here. Um, Braves begin their march to maybe a World uh, Series title this year. Tough tough matchup with the Phillies. What do you think, man? Yeah, we were just talking about that too. How people on you know baseball tonight are like, hey, these Phillies aren't scared of the Braves. Yeah. They beat them in the playoffs last year. Um, and then I see Brace people saying, look, this, is a, this might be the best hitting team in Major League Baseball, you know, since like the 27 Yankees or something. Hmm. So I say let's jump on them. Hopefully Zach Wheeler won't be starting game one. I'm, I'm a little bit concerned about our pitching depth. You know, Freed has a thing with one of his fingers. So we're going to go Strider and then Freed with a finger and then Bryce Elder who gives up a lot of stuff. We might even end up having a bullpen game in there with Kyle Wright and Miss Shaver and those guys. Um, but you know what? I got to I got to go with my Braves because it's, maybe this is a year that we win a hundred games and win the World Series and snuff out the Phillies. Well, good luck and safe travels, Tom. And I appreciate you coming on. Thanks, I'm, guys. Tell everybody uh, hello. Tell Bob I, I said my best. Uh, yeah, we'll do. And by the way, you you got to you got a nice listenership, man, based on those two calls that I heard. Uh, this show is a rocking place, man. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you. Very nice of you to say. Yep. Thanks, Tom. Take care. All right. See that is Tom Murphy of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. How about uh, a little Southern Structural Solutions text line? Danino's mind should not be on social media challenging a student. should be on making our lives better. Uh, well, <laughs> oh, making our line better. Uh, in his defense, it was an email. So the guy did reach out to him directly. It wasn't, mm. wasn't that. Uh, why is Hunter Yurchek not stepping in and telling them how to handle their social media accounts? Well, I would say that's a boss's job. <laughs> I mean, I think it's... I don't like what happened. But, again, if he wins games, no one gives a crap. Louisville is not good, says this person in the 501. Notre Dame going to beat them easily. What's the line on that game, Christian? Let me look it up. I should know that, but I don't. Um, Let me see here. Always enjoy listening. You'll always remember the rushed feeling of the first one, and especially if they drop in their tracks. Now, oh, this is for David from this morning. Sorry. David uh, killed a deer on the air the other day. I, I saw the picture of it. The deer hunter. Yes. Notre Dame, six and a half. Um, here's what really irritates me. And, David, if you're listening, please stop answering. Ah, You know, you guys have the whole show to uh, text people back on the text line. You ever look at the text line after your show? No, because the show's over. <laughs> Tom graduated from Texas A&M. No, he didn't, but he does. I mean, he makes it a, val- a valid point, but he was impressed by what he saw last week. Yeah, they look good. Uh, Tom McCogg says, did Kansas coach Mangino have a motorcycle wreck with a non-wife blonde chick on the back? No. Would have had to have been a big motorcycle. He was just real mean to a player, and they, they kicked him out because of that. He got leached. Like what happened with Leach at A&M, the same thing? That Somebody kinda... had a vendetta against him, and they pursued it and got rid of him. That's what it was. Kiffin obviously tries to imitate Saban, and that's probably smart, says this person, as far as his delivery during the pressers. Why can't you all talk about the Bears and the Commanders more? Well, I thought we talked about it at length. I think you're just kidding anyway. Ask Wes the high school game of the week. I would if he was here, but he's off. Uh, Miss- Mississippi State Brent here. Arkansas will win... And bet the over. Okay. Well, you're not biased, Mississippi State fan. I'm guessing he doesn't like Ole Miss. I think that's probably true. You know what we both like, Pigskin? Who? 
The Hot Springs Documentary Film Festival. Oh, it's the best thing in the state of Arkansas. It begins tonight. Oh. And we can't go because we got other things going on. But we are going to talk to their new executive director after the break. Stay tuned. Join Kevin McPherson, Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, each Friday on Drive Time Sports. Brought to you by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. This is SportsCenter. Arkansas will take on 16th-ranked Ole Miss in Oxford tomorrow. The kickoff set for 6.30. TV coverage will be on ESPN. Radio coverage can be heard on The Buzz. It'll start at 2.30 with the Hogwild pregame show with Trey Schapp and David Basil, thanks to Mud Connections. Stay tuned afterwards for the first security fifth-quarter postgame show with Randy Rainwater, Marcus Elliott, and Trey Schapp. Arkansas State will take on Troy at 3. Coverage for that game can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. And Central Arkansas will host Southeast Missouri State in Conway with kickoff set for 4. Coverage for that game can be heard starting at 3 on the point 94.1. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Hey, Razorback fans, it's Quinn Grovey. Check out the new location of Bell & Sword in Conway. Suits, shirts, vests. Also, polos with Arkansas logo gear from Johnny O and Peter Millar. A store within a store with Arkansas-made Martin Dingman shoes and leather goods. Fantastic service with a tailor-owned staff to fit you perfectly. Go to the new location, Bell & Sword, 1011 Oak Street, Conway, or on Facebook and Instagram. Ladies and gentlemen, the rumors are true. Your favorite sports bar is coming to North Little Rock. Brewskies is proud to announce a second location is coming to the Lakewood Shopping Center. And it won't be too long where you can get the same great pub grub, happy hour specials, and late night fun when it comes to North Little Rock. Voted the number one sports bar in Little Rock for the last four years to catch all the games all year long. Get ready, North Little Rock. Brewskies North is coming soon. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. From sales, service, parts, and rental equipment, River Valley Tractor does it all and does it right. Your leading Kubota dealer is right around the corner with five locations throughout Central Arkansas. River Valley Tractor, serving Central Arkansas and Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, and Pine Bluff. Work smarter this year, not harder, with River Valley Tractor. Online at rivervalleytractor.com. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. Willie D's Rock and Roll Piano Bar open every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Cold drinks and dueling pianos, deep nightclub downstairs hosts karaoke on Tuesdays, and DJs spin on Friday and Saturday nights. Visit WillieD'sPianoBar.com. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. If you're looking for the best midday sports talk show in all of the land, look no further than The Zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio with Justin Akery and Wes Moore. Philip Martin rolling in a little early today, which is fine. Wes is off. Christian Weaver, Justin Aker, the pigskin, and we're joined on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline by the executive director of the Hot Springs Documentary Film Festival, which has been a favorite of mine for 27 years. 28? Uh, 27 glorious years that I've lived here. Okay, I was going to say, I think it's 29 years, isn't it? How long have I lived here? 25. I lived here 25. So ever since I got here, it was one of the first things I did when I moved here because A, it was cheap. And B, yeah. I was off on like Monday and Tuesday as a reporter when I first got here. So I was like, well, this is cool. So I would drive to Hot Springs and watch oh, documentaries all day. The first awesome. film they chronicled was Birth of a Nation. I had a lot of great memories there. <laughs> the Triumph of the Will. Tri- <laughs> Triumph of the Will, Lenny Rand. <laughs> I actually uh, did a thing with Jose Canseco down there. I remember that. Yeah. Nice. That was a trip. 
That let's, was a trip. <laughs> let's bring in Ken Jacobson now. Ken, welcome. How are you? I'm great. Uh, <laughs> it's great to uh, to be with you guys, and it's also great to hear about some of the film experiences that you've had over the years. And wow, 27 years goes back quite a long way. This is our 32nd year this year. So, uh, you, you know, five years before you encountered us, uh, but... Uh, we're still going strong. There's no doubt. Well, it's a, it's a favorite of all of ours every year. Pigskin and I go down multiple days typically, and I hate that we were all booked up next week and couldn't find a day to carve out to come down there. However, I did want to make it a point to encourage others to do so. Per usual, Ken, I had a chance to kind of glance over it. Uh, a wide variety of films will be featured through the week. Obviously, it gets underway tonight, but uh, give us kind of from your perspective the overview of what kinds of things we would see if we come down this week. Absolutely, and thank you for taking a look at the program. Um, definitely, I would start with tonight, opening night. Our opening night gala film is one I'm really excited about. It's called Relentless Ride, and it's by two Arkansas-based filmmakers, Adam Harbottle and Brian Hill. And this film, which is, I think, really riveting, it tells the story of the 2021 Arkansas High Country Race. And for folks who may not know, this is like maybe the most brutal athletic competition you can possibly do anywhere. It's a thousand miles of Arkansas terrain, up and down hills, you know, all kinds of weather. And these riders are just, a lot of them are just ordinary people who want the challenge. And man, (laughs) is it a challenge. Um, And the film by Adam and Brian just does a great job of capturing the the highs and the lows emotionally too of what it's like to compete in this race and so we're really excited that that's our opening night movie this is the arkansas premiere and it's tonight at 7 p.m at oaklawn which is okay. another cool thing yeah. because everything tonight on opening night is at oaklawn so our traditional champagne toast at huh. 15 the movie the, the party it's all at oaklawn so you know, Oakland's our presenting sponsor, which we're thrilled about, but just to be able to have all the events in one place at the sparkling Oakland Event Center mm-hmm. is just really exciting for us. That's a smart move. Talking to Ken Jacobson on the brand of Moving and Storage Hotline again, the Hot Springs Documentary Film Festival getting underway tonight at one of our favorite spots, Oakland. And then next week you got films all through the week, I assume, in the two theaters at the Arlington still. Did you guys stay there for the remainder? That is correct. So, okay. yeah, starting tomorrow, we move over to the Arlington. We've got two theaters set up over there, and that becomes our headquarters, and lots of great movies over the next, you know, it's a nine-day festival. So yeah. after opening night, we still have eight days to catch movies, morning, noon, and night. No doubt. Well, the great thing is, too, you can go watch movies all day, and then there's if you buy the, uh, the pass... Um, there's also a great soiree at the end of the night, usually, at, at various places around town to uh, go have a little fun with your friends. So it is really a, just a great experience all the way around. And even if you don't know you love documentary film festivals or documentary movies, I'm quite sure that you do. You're going to learn something in, the, in in addition to the fact that uh, it's a good way to, to spend some time. Let me get a word in for a fan here. I've been going for years to this. I bet from memory I could cite three dozen of the films I've seen at the Documentary Film Festival that wow. still resonate in my mind that I'll never be able to forget. Mm-hmm. This is an incredible opportunity to really be bowled over by the art that these folks are producing. Mm-hmm. They bring in That's all over the That's world. So Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And also, you know, it's, it's really memorable when the filmmakers are here, mm-hmm. uh, and we do have a bunch of filmmakers here in town. Uh, I think that that also makes it more of an experience rather than, you know, sitting at home and firing up Netflix or whatever to right. be able to yeah. be here with the filmmakers, ask them questions, talk to them afterward is really special. And I would highlight one art famous Arkansan who will be joining us this year as our honorary chair, and that's the actress and songwriter Mary Steenburgen mm. who will be here. Uh, we're doing a, a great screening and panel called Southern Storytellers. Mm-hmm. And showing one episode of the Arkansas PBS docu-series of the same name, uh, and then featuring a panel discussion with Mary and filmmaker Craig Renault and two of the other Southern storytellers in the series. And that's happening 
next Friday, the 13th at 7.30 p.m. So really thrilled that, that Mary is able to join us this year. Yeah, Ken, I think one of the great things about uh, having a film festival, you know, place like Arkansas, you bring all these people in, and you get to see these filmmakers up close, and you get to understand that they're just people, and that they're people who do things, and they're not that much different from these aspiring filmmakers that we have here. Uh, How many uh, films do you have at this, and how many places do they... you, You bring in people from all over the country, all over the world, really, right? We do, and I would say that we have just under 50 feature films and then about 40 shorts that we're showing, and definitely just a, a quick pitch for shorts. I mean, you know, the, our short programs end up being among our most popular. We have eight of them this year, and just within the course of, you know, 90 minutes, you can get five, six, seven amazing stories to- about totally different topics. We have a, and they're all, these programs are all on different themes. So, like, this year we have a new theme called The Natural State, uh, which uh, features, you know, feature length and short films about um, the outdoors, the environment, sports, and all things Arkansas. So I would highlight that. Um, But, you know, I think definitely um, we do bring in filmmakers from everywhere. And one thing that's brand new this year is on... Monday and Tuesday, October 9th and 10th, we have a, a, a really important new thing, which is a filmmaker industry conference, which is intended to spotlight mid-Southern and Southern filmmakers, and it's really an opportunity for them to, to get together and meet industry from across the United States. So we really are trying to do what we can, our part, to elevate Southern documentary filmmaking and filmmakers this year. Uh, one thing here, Ken, I was going to ask is, uh, and I'm looking through for pricing and that kind of thing, but can, can you give people yeah. a quick rundown on the various levels and what they, if they want to get all in or if they just want to come for a day pass or what the options are? For sure. I mean, one thing you mentioned before, you know, is our parties. We're definitely known for that. So we have nine parties, nine days, nine parties. Every party is at a different venue. And the best way to access the parties is really the only way is by getting an all-access pass. And the um, the prices of, of the passes is, you know, it's really quite reasonable. I would say, you know, the best best way to uh, learn about our pricing is, is by going to our website, website at hsdfi.org. The... Um, the ticket prices, because, you know, if you just want to buy an individual ticket, you can do that for $12. You can also buy something which is new this year called a six-pack for only 60 bucks. That gets you to into any six movies you want to go to. Mm. Um, and we just have a full range of, of passes. You can get a day pass, a weekend pass. Um, student passes are free. So, you know, we just want to make it as easy as possible folks to attend one movie, ten movies, you name it. Absolutely. Ken, thank you for the time. Good luck this week, and uh, we'll catch up again for sure. Thank you guys so much, and we'll have you here in person next year. I guarantee it. We will be there. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. We're going to hold you to it. Take care. That's Ken Jacobson, Executive Director of Hot Springs Documentary Film Festival. The only thing we were lamenting in the break before we had Ken on was... It's just a super busy time of year. Yeah. NFL, college football. You got the Filmland event going on in Central Arkansas this weekend. And then in addition to that, you got the State Fair getting ready to rock and roll next weekend. So it's it's tough. There's so much crossover. I think we were just thinking, ideally, the spring would be great because you got Oakland back open. Uh, Hot Springs a beautiful time to be down there. It's a great time to be down there now, too. But... It's just I wish there were fewer distractions, and we I'd love to go down and spend a whole week, but that's not feasible during football. Yeah, I I think that there's I think that uh, some of the film festival I I think that the people need to get together, and we need to come up with some sort of uh, I don't know not governing body, but because Fayetteville Film Festival is like next week too. Okay, and everything seems to happen in October, and we used to go down to the Hot Springs Film Festival for four, five, seven days, you know, because yep. we were and we were involved in it, we would do panels and things like that. Uh, but it's gotten so we're everything is just 
comes at you in a rush. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I'm sure there are other festivals in the spring too that they've have, have to compete yeah, with. So, have, but the, but if you had somebody like if they sat down with the ACS people, the Arkansas Cinema Society people, mm-hmm. and the other people, you know, maybe they could come up with something. But I also think Filmland this year has. It had to be when it was because of what they're doing with the Jeff Nichols film and all that. Right. So maybe we'll get it straightened out next year. Yeah, I hope so. It, it is. Listen, here's the deal, though. I will tell you again one last time. Awesome event. If you get a chance to go down there, it's a perfect time to be down in Hot Springs. And again, if you go to a movie or two and just go have lunch or dinner in Hot Springs and come home, it's a great day. And if yeah. you can go down for four or five days, and, and again, you can buy the pass. And, and they do have passes for just opening weekend or just closing weekend if you can only go for a couple of days. But again, the parties, to me, that's, that's a ton of fun, too. Well, it's this is re- I've been to film festivals all over. I mean, you know, uh, all over the country, Toronto. This is probably I will say this is the second most fun. Wow, film festival they go to, and and part of it is because of this social aspect. The parties, you know, they have filmmaker parties. They have a you know, and they have these great places in Hot Springs. What's number one? Uh, oh God, Tribeca! I gotta say that Tribeca, <laughs> Tribeca's been so good to us. <laughs> if you go to Hot Springs for this, you will find yourself caring about things you didn't even know existed. Yes. That's a great way to say exactly. It. Exactly, Which is, that's remarkable. I mean, yeah. I didn't ever learn anything going to a Marvel movie. They're fun, but no. these are these are good. These are entertaining and they're also educational. Yeah, Don't be afraid. They've, they've got they've got uh, they've always got a good slate of stuff, yeah. and they it's just. Awesome. Just, if you don't like you get up and go to the one next door. There you go. It's 11.46. I'm going to go to the uh, break next door, and then we're going to come back and wrap it up. We're going to talk some NFL on the other side. In the last hour, we'll get into some films with uh, Philip. We'll talk some entertainment, birthdays, and such, and we're giving away stuff. Stuff. Can't wait to find out. The Ford President's Award is given to dealerships that offer outstanding customer service. Mark McClarty Ford has won it three years in a row. Every day, the team works overtime, so your customer experience is legendary. Right now, get the brand new Ford Edge for just $29,997 and take a whopping $8,000 off brand new Ford F-150s. Better prices, even better customer service. Visit Mark McClarty Ford today off Highway 67 and at markmclartyford.com. Brandon Moving and Storage has served Central Arkansas since 1965 and continues to provide professional service, local reliability, and community investment. We provide residential and commercial moves, local, national, and international service, commercial warehousing and distribution, unpacking services, and custom packing and crating. Let Central Arkansas's trusted Beacons agent help you with your next move. Brandon Moving and Storage. You make a move, we make it easy. Have you gone all summer long and you've had pain in your knees, your back, your hips, maybe even your shoulder? Well, why don't you try to get rid of that pain? Hey, everybody, it's RJ Hawk. I've been talking about QC Kinetics now for quite some time, and I've got friends, family members across the country that are using QC Kinetics right now, and it is changing their life. And the best part? No drugs, no surgery, no downtime. Think about that for a minute. And people are feeling like they're self again with no pain. QC Kinetics doesn't just mask the pain. These treatments go to the very root of the problem using concentrated healing properties in your own body to go directly to those joints and restore and repair those damaged tissues. Listen, life is about motion, and QC Kinetics is giving people their lives back with these all-natural treatments. Call QC Kinetics today for a free consultation, 501-222-8440, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. Justin Anchor reminding you that if you want the job done right, then don't stress. Just go with the best. CertiPro Painters is your go-to painting company. You can get your free estimate scheduled at CertiPro.com. That's Certa with a C. Each CertiPro. Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. People who are going to be responsible and people who are going to be accountable to you and your family to make sure your project gets done right. So if you've been thinking about sprucing up your home or business for the fall season that is almost upon us, you need to get Certa Pro on the case. Use the company that I've used many times over over the years. It is Certa Pro Painters. You'll be happy you did. 
Hey folks, Trey Johnson here with HJ Trailer Sales in Hot Springs. And I want to thank all our customers for making HJ Trailer Sales the number one trailer and truck bed dealer in the state of Arkansas. With fall almost here and everyone heading to the woods, I want to let you know that we're here to keep your trailers on the road with a great repair shop. So come see us at HJ Trailer Sales where we make you the priority and where you will also find that we keep our word. We're family owned and operated. Check us out at hjtrailersales.com or on Facebook. For me, the sun rises and sets for the zone. Yeah. Yeah. We know how you feel. Don't worry. The Zone with Justin Agri and Westmore in the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studio is back. Here we go. Let's go. 11.50. Let's talk a little NFL here. Philip Martin hanging out. The Pigskins here last night. The Chicago Bears shocked the world. <laughs> what in the world? 40 points. Goodness gracious. Pass is... Gets free. Washington gambles and lose the gamble that time. 56 yards touchdown. You know what DJ Moore and DJ Collett have in common? They're both DJ. Another one. Another one. Thank you, Christian. Very good. Three of them last night for him. A hat mm. trick. I love it. You don't see that very often. Al Michaels, I saw this clip come up today, so I sent it to Christian and put in the system. Al Michaels has been a broadcaster for as long as I've been alive, and he is one of the all-time greats. He's got a distinct voice. Uh, obviously, his coverage during the uh, earthquake out in San Francisco was unbelievable and one of the great, really, sports moments uh, crossing over into the world of news that we've ever seen. However, the man has a very limited palate. Christian, you guys are kindred spirits. He's just like me. This guy gives all vegetables the Heisman. I would have never believed it if I didn't hear it from his own mouth. Is it true that you have never knowingly eaten a vegetable in your life? That is true. That is true. (laughs) I was born when my parents were 18, and my mother hadn't even read Dr. Spock at that point. (laughs) So she just let me have the the, the run of the the course. And uh, I... Always push the vegetables away. To this day, no. And I guess what I've proven, Chris, is that man does not need vegetables to survive. But is it is it just possible that you would like, I'm thinking of one of the more non-objectionable vegetables, a carrot? Oh, please. please. A carrot? No, a carrot. No, that's an objectionable vegetable. I mean, I was, really? What? I mean, how would you know? You've never tasted it. I look at it. I just don't even like the look of it. And I surmise what it might taste like in terms of the texture of it. I think a lot of it probably has to do with it. just doesn't look like something that would go down well. He's a vampire. That's I thought it. Christian was the only one. He's not. Um, I have buddies that don't eat vegetables. There are others. I have friends that don't I eat vegetables. I can live off vegetables. I'm crazy about them. I prefer I to go. I do. You know what I mean? I'd rather go if I was going to choose. I'd rather have meat and seafood than I would. You guys need true. to you need to read Al Michaels' book. There are a thousand hilarious stories in there. Okay. He, oh, he's done everything and seen everything, and he starts off calling baseball games in Honolulu. Well, you know, baseball season's limited, so he starts doing high school basketball games and football games. All these Samoan athletes, he couldn't pronounce their names. So he goes and interviews the coaches and the principals and families, writes the names out phonetically. He made his bones by not missing any of the wow. pronunciations of, you know, Tua Tagovailoa. You know, these are kind of tongue twisters. Show prep. Who'd have thought? He did a ton of it. But the dude was just a total professional. It's awesome. Just great. Um, I saw a story, too. They had, they were talking to Kirk Herbstreit, who does the Thursday night Amazon Prime games with him. And he said at halftime, they have they go behind a curtain, and there's an entire spread laid out with China, like, you know, linens, <laughs> the whole thing. And he gets, like, he gets like steak and shrimp and the whole deal. No vegetables. No vegetables. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, in eight minutes, the guy eats a full-blown blown meal at halftime. Oh, I could totally do that. <laughs> I mean, I usually, I'll eat a sandwich or maybe I usually but get a snack But then you're calling the game, you're like... Oh, well, I get a yeah, snack yeah, at half because I don't do anything at halftime. Uh, Kane basically does all at halftime. Hmm. Christian's eating the whole game, I bet. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> uh, how about some NFL talk? Hunter Henry on Mac Jones. The Patriots uh, this week trying to get some offense going after getting throttled last weekend by the Cowboys. They'll find it a little bit easier, I'm sure, against the Saints. But regardless, they need to get something going offensively. Here's Hunter Henry on his quarterback, or at least... The guy we presume will be his quarterback, right. Mac Jones. Over the last couple of years, what have you seen out of Mac Jones about his ability to respond after a Yeah, I mean, you know, he, he, he's a tough guy. Um, he's a tough, tough guy. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we all got to be better. I think we were all looking ourselves in the mirror uh, this past weekend. And, 
you know, it's not just one individual, but we all need to be better. Um, so I think I tried to address that as much as I could to be better for this team. And I know every man in that, in that room was, you know, doing the same. I'm quite sure that's the case. We also have another London game this week, Jags at Bills. Pretty good one. Jags are going to be settled in because they played there last week also, and we'll see if that turns out to be an advantage. Buffalo is a a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Texans-Falcons, no one cares, but the Texans are all of a sudden relevant. Texans are good. They're hosting the Saints next week. Why do they keep playing games in London? I don't know. Nobody over there is going to care money. about American football. They it's get, a soccer they play. The they get yeah, good so what, man? There's 70 million and they, people. And they it's sell so- jerseys. It's, it's a, a soccer country, Phil. It's I mean, a novelty yeah. thing for them, but yeah, they go. They're growing the game. Well, so, yeah. I, and they go they, they, the go, they go and they try to be, they cosplay as Americans. You know, they put on the jerseys, <laughs> you know, and they're like. Because hey, you're not going to have a franchise in London. You're just not. Well, they keep acting like they are. It's like silver in China. We're going to have a, you know, China they'll join the uh, the West. They're I'm playing like, a game yeah, next week in Germany too. Whatever. I don't yeah. I don't think that there's a problem. I, I don't I don't have. There's an not issue a problem. With it. I just don't see the the end game of this. Well, I, it's, I mean, what's usually the end game? Pigskin money, right? Right. Uh, yeah. They, they may not have a franchise there, but they will broadcast the games there. They'll get revenue out of it. They That's, will buy jerseys. They buy will jerseys, buy gear. Exactly. This That's is like Jim doing. Delaney the expanding model. the Big Ten. Let's get Rutgers in Maryland for the TV network. Uh, you know, like that's not thing, exactly. Uh, that's it's apples. exactly the same. It's thing. really not. It's not apples right. and avocados. No, Al Michaels. Is, no, it is not. Christian, uh, the Jags are like London's team. They play over there all the time. There you well, go. Good because nobody in Florida cares about them. <laughs> so negative. Uh, <laughs> Panthers, Lions. How you feeling about your boys? Three and one. They're good. Chance. They're looking good. Until they, you know, end up with San Francisco. Don't get, get commanded this week because let me tell you something. The Panthers suck. They beat us yeah. last year. They're so bad. I don't think they'll beat us. I've watched them twice. Than the Bears. Yeah, they're bad. Uh, Titans Colts is in uh, Indianapolis this weekend. Giants Dolphins. I mentioned the Saints and the Patriots. Kansas City is playing on in the afternoon at Minnesota. Interesting mm. game. Vikings have underachieved this year. They got to have this one. And the Chiefs, of course, yeah. have escaped in a couple of games. And uh, all anybody wants to talk about is, are we going to see Taylor Swift in Minnesota? Can she? Is Minneapolis a big enough town for her? I don't know. Anyway, that game is 325 on CBS. You won't believe this, although it's been good for his career probably, at least his uh, potential endorsements. Travis Kelsey says enough already. Is the NFL overdoing it? What is your honest opinion? Not I think, take away, I think everybody's take away just like overwhelmed your feelings with for Taylor. What is your honest opinion on how the NFL is treating uh, celebrities at games? I think it's fun when they show uh, who all is at the game. You know, I think uh, I think it brings a little bit more to the atmosphere, brings a little bit more to to what you're watching. Um, but at the same time, I think uh, they're overdoing it. They're they're overdoing it a little bit. They are. Mm-hmm. So how about putting the Chiefs in London, and then Taylor Swift is in London, and she could sell records in London? And that's a good idea. I mean, that's sure what you guys in, would be for. See, now you're I'm thinking. Sure. I'm, I'm sure not people for in it. London listen to her anyway. Here's the other thing I want to I don't to think mention. anybody in London listens to her. Oh, they got good music over there. You're out of your mind. No. She's a global phenomenon. Yeah. Not, not yeah. in London. I mean, I, I mean <laughs> but not in London. Okay. Hey, listen, though. We do have one great game. It is Sunday night. Cowboys Niners. Should be a classic. Ooh, you can hear it on the buzz. Where, where is it? in uh, San Francisco. But there aren't a lot of great matchups this week. That's one of the few. So I think the Niners are going to win everything. 17 games? Except if Brock Purdy goes Brock Purdy. Stop. Hi, neighbor. It's Garen with Shamrock Roofing. Shamrock is proud to honor our veterans by partnering with Cars for Heroes to provide a car for a local veteran in need. We will be giving a car away Friday, October 6th at our ribbon cutting. Go to shamrockroofer.com for more details. Willie D's Rock and Roll Piano Bar open every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Cold drinks and dueling pianos, deep night.